Hello everyone, this is your girl, Erica L. Thank you for tuning in to Brown Girl Table Talk. Hello everyone, welcome to Brown Girl Table Talk. This is your girl, Erica L. I have today I have with me a wonderful, wonderful guest. I have Natalie Lorraine with me. Um, she brings forth purpose in life to people's lives and healing. And I'm so glad to have her with us today. So, Natalie, tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, first and foremost. Uh, let's see. About me. Well, I'm 30. Well, I will be 30 oh, in wow. July. <laughs> cancer baby. So, cancer baby. Yes. <laughs> Which is funny because a lot of the healers I meet are water signs normally. Okay. I am a healer. I am an educator. I started out in education. I'm still in education, special education specifically. And I guess I, I call myself a witch because that's easier for people to understand. But in our field, we kind of call it like a practitioner. And my lineage, I have, I practice voodoo because that is my lineage is Haitian. So... Okay. I guess that's the best way to. <laughs> so let's get right myself. into it because, of course, <laughs> the first question is most people ask, "Oh, what does voodoo mean?" And isn't that a sign of evil or disrespect or you know? That's the first thing I know that comes from most people. So. Right, and Wu is set up in, it is a religion, and it is passed down through, normally, your lineage. Now, nowadays, people are being initiated that it's not in their lineage, but that's a whole nother ball game. It's mm. causing so much trouble. <laughs> wow. But I wouldn't say that voodoo is evil. I think it gets a bad rap often because of many religions. I grew up studying different religions, um, Buddhism, Yoruba, Christianity. Like So a lot of them don't really have that balance of there being a necessary time to do to get revenge. A lot of it is like, be nice, all the time. Now, of course, be smart. I'm not going to bash other religions, but a lot of times the evil comes from someone else and you are inherently good. And voodoo, it's, there's no right or wrong. So okay. we have a little bit more freedom to practice different things. So it's like if you do something to me, it's more so like an eye for eye, so to speak. But it's up to the personal, the person's personal beliefs as well. So if you mess with me, it doesn't mean I'm not going to strike back at you. Right. So I think in it's portrayed in a lot of media and movies. I know if you watch American Horror Story, American Horror Story kind of, not put it on the map, but revitalized that particular sector because a lot of times you see 
witches, and I grew up watching Charmed, so they're Wiccan, and I dabbled in that for a long time because I didn't have the outlet for the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And so when American Horror Story popped up, Papa Legba is Ludo, and so I think because of how he's portrayed, Ludo in itself is portrayed as a dark religion or dark practice so to speak but it's Mm -hmm. really it's also about the healing a lot of a lot of times it's really trying to help people just like any other religion it's just another outlet you know I'm gonna be honest with you because you know me I'm very transparent and um that's Mm -hmm. why I love this platform um and excuse me, because I'm eating gender candy to keep my immune system up <laughs> during this, <laughs> hey, this time. Hey, you got right now, especially right now. Yeah, during this time. So, um, excuse me. So, initially, I'm going to say that when I hear people say, oh, I'm a witch or... Um, or what have you, I initially, this is just me, because just, you know, I would just say a lack of knowledge. Um, I used to think, oh, that's bad. <laughs> like, why you want to be a witch? Right. right. Like, you know, I'm yeah. thinking about the Wizard of Oz and the Wicked Witch of the West and the East or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so, when, was when, and, and I would be like, you a witch? Really? You really want to call yourself a witch? That's not good. <laughs> right. So, and I think it just has a bad rap. It honestly does because of just magic in itself is such a great area for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So they don't understand it, so it's automatically evil. So that's why I like to prefer the term practitioner because mm-hmm. it's more so about the studying of it, mm-hmm. but which it gets people's attention. So they listen when you say it, right? <laughs> whether it's positive or negative. Right. Well, that's funny because I, you know, <laughs> I just had to put that out there because at first I would be like, uh, which I ain't talking to no witch. <laughs> Mm-mm. you got a broom what what's going on <laughs> you know so as I'm learning um you know just you know just having different conversations I've learned a lot so I'm hoping that you can bring even more light to um like you said the conversation that people typically have and the taboos that we have surrounding um the myth because I'll give you a good example okay um Ricky Smiley Morning Show, he always has, like, um, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. And then he has another lady on there. And different times of the day, you know, during his show, or different weeks, you know, they come in and they're talking about, you know, different topics. And they'll tell them to call in and give your date of birth. And a lot of people call in. Uh But at the same token, who's listening to his show the most? Christian. Right. But they're the ones calling in. But then when you say <laughs> when you start talking about voodoo and witch, it's like, no, it's bad. So which one is it? Like, 
You'll call in. And, and that is, mm, mm, that is the thing that has always, I find so fascinating mm. because this has been, uh, even with the people, my clients per se, a lot of them are an extension of my friendship group as of now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are black and a lot of them are black Christian women. Mm-hmm. And it's always interesting where, you know, you will see some of these people, not all of them. I think a lot of people are becoming a little bit more open-minded, but uh, some of them are not. And you'll see the posts about, you know, astrology and witchcraft and how that's evil. And then there'll be the same one trying to find out what, what's going on with their husband. They come in for it. So it's just like, when you're in this field, you can, it's that, uh, it's the hypocrisy, I call it hypocrisy, it's the hypocrisy of it all, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, you come to me, as long as you don't come with ill intent, I, I give you what you ask for. <laughs> wow. So, I just find this so interesting, or how people will believe in horoscopes or astrology, but they won't believe that someone can manipulate elements or can curse people or this, that, and the third. But when it comes to religion, even I know um, there is, which with witches, you are not supposed to be Christian and practice magic. But I know a whole bunch of some of the extreme witches I know are Catholic. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So when I was living in New Orleans, I, there was like a witch meetup because that place is just full of interesting energy. Mm-hmm. And mainly, it was a little bit half and half, half black, half white. Mm-hmm. And most, uh, most of the white ones were still practicing their religion, but using their books to do their spell work so that has not that has always been that way so it's interesting you know growing up as a black person and grandma telling you you know giving you a psalm passage to read the Mm -hmm. way we look at it Mm -hmm. that's a spell so it's really been something yeah. <laughs> so like songs, I... like songs twenty three. You know, everybody knows the Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want. That's mm-hmm. like a spell. That's like a protection spell. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying. It's just a verbiage, right? Mhm. Your words have so much power, and it doesn't okay. have to be, you know, that particular thing. I mean, we speak spells all the time, and a lot of us use say things like you know people be like be careful what you what you say mm-hmm. don't say that and the third the reason behind that is like that word has energy that word those words are a spell or a curse so to speak so you have to be mindful what you think and what you say wow whether it's talking about yourself or to someone else and a lot of us do it you know we don't think about it but wow. we all know people that they, if they only talk negative their whole life looks that way in the same way we know that person that's super happy and chipper all the time they might annoy us but their life looks that way as well they're always casting spells of positive stuff and other person is casting negative stuff 
They don't realize it that way. I've been taught that you always overcome evil with good. That's yeah. what I've always been I'm, taught. And I'm sticking to sometimes, it. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we over, overcome evil with revenge, but that's a whole nother bug. <laughs> <laughs> but revenge can be... Revenge is good. I I mean, revenge could be good to some people. I mean... Yes. The way I see it is anytime I've had to do any type of spell work, when it comes to revenge, I always try to balance it. Like, I don't have a particular thing I want to happen to them. Mm -hmm. I just say I want the, the, the... the deed to be settled. So whatever the universe feels that would make it even, then they do that instead of a specific thing. And I leave it out of my hands after that. It's like, y'all take care of it, and I'm done with it. You allow the universe to take care of the situation, like karma, like, you know... Yeah. Like, you know, what comes around goes around, like... Versus saying, okay, I hope you fall off the cliff somewhere, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, I know people that do that, but um, I'm more of, they call them white witches. I'm more of, I like to be with love and light and just that and that. But if I need to... Right. Don't cross me. You like cuz right. I'm good, but don't cross me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's for anybody. I mean just in general. Yes. Like you know, Absolutely. I'm good as long as you don't cross me. Like some people say don't talk about me, don't be- mess with my children or you know, as long as you don't cross me in that aspect. So right. it's the same thing. So yeah, tell me a little bit about like what your childhood was like and like when did you know you had like certain gifts and abilities and what are your gifts? May I ask? Okay. Um I had a very interesting very interesting childhood. I was one of those children that was always kind of in touch with the spiritual world, I would say. So I had mm. a I talk to animals. I'll be out in nature. I had a like a green thumb that no one taught me how to grow things. So mm-hmm. I was growing like tomatoes and sunflowers at like six and seven. And you know I'm a city girl, so where did I, I mean I attributed to it like maybe it's I just know how to follow directions. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no one taught me how to do these things. And my mom wasn't much of a gardener, so it was just like, well, I guess, I don't know where she gets it from. I knew, I know now where it comes from, but at the time I didn't understand it or why I was the only one, mm-hmm. you know, sitting outside talking to cows and stuff. So I was an eccentric child. Okay. <laughs> for sure. But I didn't know, and children have always been very drawn to me even as a child like babies and this that and a third so I knew something was different but I didn't really have a name for it and my mom she just made sure you know my parents made sure that I just was educated like to make sure I played music made sure I was reading a lot of books 
Mm-hmm. Make sure I was involved in a lot of activities or in order to like cultivate those, cultivate my gifts without me really knowing because I was too young to understand the responsibility behind it. Right. So, so they knew say, they knew you had these gifts, in other words, but they just. I, I, I think so. If it wasn't like, I mean, my mom says she always, she always said I was special. Like she knew when I came out, there was something that was different about me. I don't know if she knew exactly what it was, mm-hmm. but now that I've got older and I've gotten more settled into my gifts, I think maybe she did. Mm-hmm. Who knows? <laughs> because she's now also getting into the same thing too. So, you know, sometimes you just mm. have this thing in the back of your mind and you just try to figure it out. So I think mm-hmm. she's just doing what any mother does. Like, all right, this child has, what, I was very smart. So she just did what she thought you would do for a child that was gifted academically. And then that happened to help me with my spiritual stuff as well. Okay. Wow. So what are some of your gifts? If you don't mind sharing. So I am, you know, it's fine. The three that I say is I see things so it's clairvoyant I hear things clairaudient and there's a third one I don't know why my feel things clairsentient Mm. so those are the three that I mainly do I'm not a medium per se uh those are people that Speak with the dead specifically, like they're able to speak with a person that passed on, although I have had encounters with other people's relatives uh, Mm. talking to me while they were around. So I can relay messages, but that's not my particular strong suit. Okay. So with that being said, <laughs> no, I was going to say with that being said, um, where do you typically find yourself like utilizing your gifts most of the time? Is it mostly to bring forth, you know, like, um, just from your introduction, you know, through healing? Um, or is it just more so, like you said, someone wanting to know um, something in particular? my gear is towards healing and kind of letting people unlock their potential so Mm -hmm. a lot of times with my readings my focus is to let the person analyze the situation for their own self as well and kind of give them that insight that they need to make some change so a lot of people do or get readings about not even, I wouldn't even say trivial things, but a lot of times they want to know about their love life and money. Those are the biggest things. But a lot of times when I dig deep into those readings, that's just what they think the issue is. And a lot of times it comes right back to yourself and wounds that have not healed and your particular mindset on things, Mm -hmm. it all leads back to that person. So I try to see what's 
see uncover what's lying beneath. So it's like, all right, we need to get to, these are the symptoms. We need to get to the disease. So that's what I try to do with my readings is find the disease so that person can work on it mm-hmm. so that they can create that ripple effect with other areas in their life. And you know what, for the listeners, and I'm sorry, we, you know, I'm, let's uh, rewind really quick. So what is reading? What is when someone says, oh, I'm getting, or reach out to you and, um, Say, hey, I want a reading. What's What would you consider a reading? What is that? A reading is when someone essentially reaches out and they have, they want me to use my gifts in order to answer a question or to give insight on a scenario. So okay. essentially, I like to break them up into three specific categories. Like love, uh, relationships, finance, and well-being, which is like yourself and the relationships with others, not necessarily just a romantic or platonic as well, and then financial because that is a big one. Okay. So I'll use my cards or my crystals and my spare guides to give them some insight on that particular thing and how far they that we need to go. Mm-hmm. It's up to the client and also up to the corresponding spirits that are using me at that time to give them the message. Okay. So with that being said, it sounds like if if your spirit guide is telling you to stop or this is not working or not even not working, well, I wouldn't say not working, but like not in alignment with something, do you typically just, like, stop at that time, or usually, yeah, 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 okay, so do you ever have, have oh, yeah, (laughs) oh, yeah, all the time, I've had people, luckily, a lot of people have been understanding about it, Mm -hmm. but I've had the, them ask about a particular person or a particular situation, Mm mm-hmm, and I'll start to tell them, and I've had, like, the call drop, Wow. Or I've had, like, and can't get the message out, or what I said doesn't make any sense. And then a lot of times they'll be like, you can't tell them. And I'll tell the person. Sometimes I'll get a time frame. Tell them to come back 30, 60 days right now. If you give them this information, it's going to interfere with the lesson they need to learn. So, luckily, I've been blessed in a way that a lot of people don't get mad. Mm-hmm. I know how, I mean, I know how it works, but if a lot of times I'm the first time that someone has ever ventured out. Mm-hmm. So, and there's a lot of people out there that are faking and taking people's money. So, sometimes people are like, What do you mean you can't tell me? I'm like, Listen, Spirit told me to stop. Right. I was like, you know, you can come back in this time period. And a lot of times they'll come back and they'll understand because they'll see it. Because I've given them something mm-hmm. and then they'll come back and they're like, oh, I see why you didn't because I normally would act like this if I had this information and blah, blah, blah. So mm-hmm. it worked out, but it's weird, especially when a call drops or my phone acts all weird like certain stuff but you have to be paying attention <laughs> <laughs> you say have to be paying attention huh <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And, you know, I, I think um, what's important to people to, um, I'm pretty sure you create a sacred space for them or a place, yes. you know, for them to feel comfortable. Yes, and a lot of um, a lot of my readings are over the phone mm-hmm. and through. Well, I guess they're all over the phone, but through phone conversations, through video, or through voice messages, or and or email. So, which has really has always been really interesting to me because anytime you ever see psychics doing readings, at least in any of the ways that I've seen before, has always been in person. So, with the way that technology has advanced, I've learned that you don't need to be near the person, and that honestly was what it took for me to realize, like, this is a real thing. Right. (laughs) Because... When did you, like, say, okay, um, let... Did you, like, start, you know, like, from day one? Like you said, you know, when you were younger, you knew there was something special. When did, like, when did the, the you know, light bulb go off? Like, oh, am, I'm supposed to be doing this for real? Honestly, I would say it hasn't been that long. Like, I knew that I was supposed to do something that helps people. I'm a teacher, so I was like, well, I'm already doing that. Mm-hmm. But I was working, I moved to New Orleans, I would say, not just New Orleans, but New Orleans is when I started doing tarot. So when I moved to New Orleans, moving there, I had never been there before, and that was not my first time, like, up and leaving. I've always been that kind of follow your intuition when you need to go somewhere. So I've been listening to spirit my whole life, but just not in the same capacity. Mm-hmm. But I got up and moved to New Orleans from the time I thought of it to me actually moving was like 60 days. Wow. So it was completely like, everybody's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know, but I need to get there. Mm -hmm. So I get there and you can feel it. You can feel just this pull there. It's a very special place. And a lot of, a lot of readers that I've talked to there a lot of them get called to New Orleans to kind of upgrade, to kind of upgrade their gifts, and then they move on. Or some stay a lot longer than they thought they would because they love it so much. But a lot of people, it's like a stopping ground for you to kind of like, it's like a gas station for spiritual people. It's like you fill up in New Orleans and then you go somewhere else. Oh, wow. So, um, (laughs) I uh, was working... And as and working with special needs, and I just kept getting this pull. And luckily, there's so many shops and stuff like that. So you know, I just wandered in certain shops and things, mm-hmm. and then I finally was like, "Oh, I need to start reading tarot." Mm-hmm. And I started actually with playing cards. Those are the original tarot decks. A lot of people don't don't know that. You mean but like cards, regular, like playing spades cards? You're playing cards that you play spades. I was just about to say that. You grew up playing spades with. That's actually what I started with. What? They call it cardomancy. Yes. So there are people that really study that. And I started and I got a, I got a, I got a good little intro to it. It's set up the same way, you know, the tarot where, you know, you got all the four elements 
represented in each suite means something. It's just like the tarot. They just expanded on it. Okay. So. Wow. I'm learning yeah. a lot. I mean, I had no idea. Ooh. A lot of people don't. That's when people are like, oh, I need to get a tarot deck. I'm like, if you, you have, I'll guarantee you got one in that junk drawer. You got some playing cards. You can yeah. get them out. Wow. And start pulling them and look up the meanings. And if it, you know, you got to find the the system that works for you. Okay. So I started doing that and, you know, giving my friends and different people readings. And then it got to a point where <laughs> it was like, you need to get your tarot deck. And I got, I got an Oracle deck first. And then mm. the tarot deck next. So I would say about a year, year and a half, where I've actually been giving readings for people um, as a profession, I guess, to say it that way. So it's not so long, but it was very strong. Mm-hmm. And when when I, I felt like if I didn't do it, it would be not bad, but <laughs> I felt like I would pay for it. I would pay for it in a way that I didn't want to because I know what happens when you don't listen. You learn unnecessary lessons. So I was like, let me not be stubborn this time around. And I wasn't even 100%. um, Even when you know that you have a gift, you still have that imposter syndrome. So Mm -hmm. it took me reading, I want to say, about 30 people before I was like, huh. I think I might know what I'm doing. No one's cussed me out or called me Miss Cleo yet, so Uh we're good. (laughs) (laughs) You said Miss Cleo. um, And she wasn't actually a fraud, but a lot of people think she was. So it's just like Miss Cleo is like, at least for black people, that's like, oh, you out there, you out there ripping people off. Mm -hmm. Wow. So with that being (laughs) said, like, do you... um... Have you gotten like you know you like you said you get feedback from people? Have people call you back and say, "Hey, you've changed my life. I appreciate you, you know, sharing those things with me," or or what have you? Yes, I get a lot of updates, mm-hmm. and it's it's always refreshing to hear it, especially a lot of times because you kind of get a get a fast forward of someone's life or and then you're just kind of I'm always secretly waiting for it to happen too but I also know that we get in our own way so when the person actually finds the courage to do whatever steps need to be taken that happen in the reading and it and it comes through for them mm-hmm. it's always great to get that feedback mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's like especially with jobs and stuff that's the biggest one and honestly, the 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 best ones that I that I love the most are the messages that I get when I'm not even reading somebody. Oh wow! <laughs> so, so sometimes I'll be talking to people and friends and family. I know I have a friend of mine that we're just talking about. I don't know what we're talking about. Something not related to what the message are. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, you're about to move. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they were like, what? I was like, yeah, you're about to move to a different state in about 60 days. And mm-hmm. the person was like, no, I'm not. Because at that time, the person was like, 
it didn't look like they were going anywhere. Anytime, anytime soon. Right, right. Could you not like the next week? The person started interviewing for different jobs, came out of nowhere, and they did move to the state. I didn't tell them the state, but the state that I knew they were moving to, they did move to, and they're still there. And it's just like, I didn't ask for that. I'm just talking. Spirit be like, hey, right. tell them this. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> I guess it might be crazy to ask, but I'm ass during this time since we've been talking. The spirit said anything to you? (laughs) No. (laughs) What did the spirit say? (laughs) No, I haven't. But like I said, sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. I'm just like, what? I look, I just thought I'll ask since we sit here talking. (laughs) Hey, you never know. That is very true. Listen, close mouth, don't get fed. Okay. Don't hurt the ass, right? <laughs> hey. Yep. I just really, I really enjoy talking to you. And I, I would love to have you on Brown Girl Table Talk again. Just to bring even more insight to this. Because, um, like I said, Brown Girl Table Talk is here just to give people a platform. Just to be able to be candid and stand in their own truth. And I think sometimes... As we as people, we're so close-minded to so many different things and we just look at things, certain things. Like I said um, previously, you know, when you talk about voodoo and you talk about different practices and things of that nature, people immediately associate it with something that is terrible. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm glad that you were here today with us to just shed some light on that. So um, what type can, you know, in closing, can you tell us what kind of readings you do? And if you can also tell our listeners how they can reach out to you. Okay, yes. Uh, Well, like I said, I do, I break my readings up into three different categories, but so love or relationships, spiritual or financial well-being as well. But I also do questions, so the yes and no questions. And I do like forecasts. So not just for a particular situation, say I three-month forecast, six-month forecast, year forecast as mm-hmm. well to okay. let you know different things that will happen in each each month okay. of the year. It doesn't matter when you start. It's whenever you, if you want to, if it's July, then I give you July to September for three months. Um, where you can find me, I am on Instagram as Mia Shea, my business Mia Shea Healing. It's N I A Healing or Shea, E S H E Healing. Okay. And then that's on Instagram. My website is Mia Shea Healing Me. And what else? In my Facebook is also Mia Shea Healing. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, like I said, I really enjoyed talking to you. I'm glad that you brought forth more knowledge to us. And like I said, we would love to have you again. Um, It was just a pleasure talking to you. And there's so much other stuff that we could get into. But guess what? We can I do know, a part we two. Can go deep. Yeah, go deeper. And I, I, lo- I know you have a few stories that you can share. But one thing I will say before we wrap up is that... Okay. People, we, as people, you know, we, we feel like, okay, sometimes people have certain gifts 
and that they operate in those gifts and and that um one interesting point you made is that you do work, you have a life, you have family, you have friends and people think that some people that are you know they have this thing in their head like oh these people sit around and and like figure out ways to have do bad things. It just really, I'm just going back to all these different taboos and different yeah, you know what I mean. Conversations that I've had with people in the past and things of that nature, and say, "Oh, you, that's crazy." What, you know? But the the beautiful thing is, is that you're a beautiful human being. You have a beautiful spirit. You're a wonderful person. You're great to talk with. You know, you're just you're someone's uh, daughter. You know, you're a cousin. Yeah. You're aunt. You're aunt. You know, not an I, uncle, but you're a cousin. You're aunt. Yes. You're auntie. So I am. You know, so that's what I'm saying. Like people, people just need to cut it out. Like th- these days and times, you know, stop being so critical of everybody and and just being automatically judgmental and all this kind of stuff. That's all I wanted to say. And it's just, yeah, just, I appreciate that. Oh, not a problem. I mean, it just really bothers me. But it's anyway. <laughs> I could go on and on, but anyway, but you know, I really do appreciate you being on Brown Girl Table Talk, and we look forward to talking you to you again. And I hope uh wish you well. Did you have anything Thank else you, you so want much. to share with us? Oh, uh, the one thing I forgot—I don't know why I, I actually have started a podcast. It's off on this platform on Anchor. It's Sage and Whiskey, and so Ooh. like, like, kind of, it's funny. Picking back off what you said, a lot of people think that us healers are psychics and we sit at home and we be meditating and we don't have no negative energy and we just all high and mighty. I like to drink. I like to watch TV. I like to watch reality shows. I like to read raunchy books. Like, we're so multifaceted and we're just all in this together. So my podcast is kind of mixing those two things of my life, like, the witch or the spiritual side with the regular everyday fun side. Right. So, okay. head out. Well, that's awesome. Awesome. I'm glad you shared that with us. Sage and whiskey. I love it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Burn your sage. Drink your whiskey. Okay. Yes. Just, just live a good life. Yes, living a good Balanced life. life. Balanced life. Okay. You mad? Burn that sage. Okay. I love it. Drink that whiskey. Thank you. Okay, well, that's nice. Well, thank you so much. And yes, Anchor um, is a wonderful platform for podcasts. So I'm definitely going to check out your podcast for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you again for being (laughs) on Brown Girl Table Talk. You too. Hi everyone, this is your girl Erica L from Brown Girl Table Talk and you know what this segment is all about. We didn't make this ish up. So we have a question. Question came in, uh, said, hey Erica, uh, what do you consider, what do you define as black girl magic? Well, just in reference to black girl magic, you know, it could be a slang term. Um, it's a popular uh, black saying that pretty much was popular, um, became popular by Kashawn Thompson. Um, um, I believe she wrote for the Huff 
post, I believe. And this is just her way of celebrating black women. But when I think of black girl magic, I think about so many different things. Like we as black women can take nothing, take nothing and make it something. We can take two loaves of bread and and five fish and feed a whole slew of people. You know, I think, you know, we are such powerful, resilient people. So that's when I think about black girl magic, that's one of the first things that just pop in my head. Just like we're just powerful. So um, another thing is that some people are saying, oh, when you talk about uh, black girl magic, you know, we thinking about like casting spells on people. Well, we do have the ability to do that because we're so beautiful. Okay. So um, that's another thing. Uh, thing about you know just celebrating I just think about like celebrating women black women in general and how we empower ourselves and empower others to do better better and other cultures even look take a look at us and say wow what does she have to make herself glow like we glow in the dark okay we are light and darkness and wherever we go we shine so when I think about black girl magic, that's what I'm thinking about the most that stands out for me. I hope this answers uh, your question and I hope everyone has a good rest of your day. Thank you for listening to Brown Girl Table Talk. expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Brown Girl Table Talk. If you have questions, please feel free to reach out to us. Thank you.